Hi! This is a trigger warning for the discussions of abuse in the following podcast. Paalala lang na ang podcast na ito ay naglalaman ng mga diskusyon tungkol sa pangaabuso ng kabataan. As Christian brothers and sisters, it is our responsibility to take care of our neighbors and protect them from varying forms of harm. As the family is the most basic and most important social institution for a person's development, it is imperative that its youngest members are protected as they are the individuals whose futures hang on the line. Ultimately, aggression is a learned behavior and by inflicting and tolerating abuse, one does not only demoralize the prospect of one individual, but those of his generation and possibly the generation after him as well. Hi, I'm Ramiel from Humes 12C. Welcome to the pilot episode of Hinga. I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Hannah Pevidal and Paulo Villarreal. More importantly, we've also invited a special guest to accompany us in our discussion of the repercussions of abuse and aggression towards children. He graduated from the Bachelor of Arts major in Psychology from De La Salle University, Manila and gained his Master of Science in Psychology major in Human Development from the same university. He has also had career experience as a former guidance counselor and student council advisor from Creative Middle School and is currently employed under the Personal Development Faculty and Senior High School Comselect Moderator of, sen- of the Senior High School Department of De La Salle University, Manila. He is also a registered psychometrician pro- by the Psychological Association of the Philippines and is one of the most beloved further teachers from the student body. Please welcome Mr. Joseph Russell R. Santos. Hey everyone, to our listeners, and most especially to Paolo, Romy, and Hannah. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming on our podcast, especially since it's our pilot episode. Kumusta po kayo, sir? I'm doing really well, and it's really nice this kind of innovation for your classes, de ba? Na parang at least as Hume students, I can personally attest, de ba? Na nakita kayo in class. Na sayang naman, de ba? Pag nasa classroom lang yung mga usapan, and it's good that you have this kind of podcast para at least we can extend it outside. Especially sir, since we know na kayo rin po with the for the pod crew, I meron naring pong experiences doing these uh, discussions outside of the classroom. So, thank you very much for coming on to our podcast. So, to start thank with, you, sir, well. we'll be discussing the repercussions of abuse and domestic aggression on a child. So, Hannah, can you start us off with our first question of the day? Hello, Romel. Thank Hello. you for that. <laughs> okay, sir, paano mo malalaman or what are the telltale signs na inkakilala ka Now, Hannah, when it comes to abuse or domestic violence, there are symptoms, a lot of signs that people, even those who are not trained to watch out for. Now, it doesn't take a psychologist, it doesn't take note of these signs because sometimes they would really be obvious. Now, one of the common signs that a person is experiencing any form of abuse or domestic violence is that there is a drastic change when it comes to their own behavior. Papansin natin, di ba, that there are a lot of people, especially kids, huh, who are very active. And that's a given for kids. Having so much behavioral changes, kung dati-rate, sobrang participative niya sa class, before they would try to really play all the time just express themselves magkukwento yan and then afterwards during that day 
you would notice that this child is not they would usually behave. Now, that is something that we have to watch out for because bakit? Ano nangyayari? This child could be experiencing domestic violence kasi naapektuhan na yung kanyang mental state. And for a child, for a child not to be in the state, there has to be something going on na we have to watch out for. So other than that, if you would see also some children, especially when would have frequent absenteeism, parati siyang nag-absent na. Kung dati, consistent, nagpa-participate, and then bigla na lang makikita mo why. You have to ask ano nga ba yung nangyayari. And sometimes, di ba, there would be a lot of instances na yung family mismo, they don't give clear signs kung ano na ba yung nangyayari dun sa bata. Di ba? Ah, okay lang yan. Okay lang siya na sa bahay lang. Di ba? Those vague comments tell you or anyone else responsible of trying to help that child that there is something wrong that is going on. So parang mas heavy po na telltale sign yung pagiging evasive ng guardians mismo ng bata. This also one way then kasi a lot of a lot of people think na parang ah sabi naman ng nanay okay lang eh sabi ng tatay okay lang eh important thing talaga 'di ba I remember I attended this talk from a psychologist named Dr. Honey Karandang who was a pioneer psychologist here in, in her talk na sometimes everything may seem okay but if you really want to see how things are observe the children look how they act because More or less, yung pinapakita nila yun ang genuine na nararamdaman at na-experience nila at home. Sir, since nasabi na po yan, paano niyo po malalaman kung yung student yun naman po na-abuse during online class? That's a very interesting and relevant question, Hannah. This pandemic, it's a lot challenging to determine whether a person or a student is undergoing some sort of abuse or domestic violence. It will be a lot more tricky to confirm kung ano nga ba yung nangyayari sa kanila. So first, to determine, diba? obviously, some students talaga magkakaroon ng internet connection. That's understandable. Pero pag yung frequent in all other classes, then you have to be alarmed that there is something going on doon sa student. Now, pwedeng violence, pwedeng mental health concern, but the key here it comes to the attendance nga ng students mo. Attendance in terms of presence. Then, you can also ask that students. Kasi yung mga teachers naman, especially in a lot of schools, mag-uusap-usap naman yan eh. So, possible na during your time, di ba, may student lang talaga or may time lang talaga karon ng internet problem. Pero pag sinabi, oo, ang tagal na eh. May dala siyang hindi po ang pasok sa'yo ba? So, there, you have to be a kasi there might be your concerns going on and once you have already confirmed that nabadalas absent regardless of what subject regardless of what time then of course take note na i-approach natin yung student try muna natin kamustahin at least in that way personally pwede natin i-confirm now maganda if the student responds and explains kung ano yung nangyayari then pwede natin siyang pausapin pero pag hindi of course the next step would be guardian or the parent para at least magkaroon na ng checking up and possible investigation if ever man it has been confirmed ng domestic abuse or violence. Paano po yun if the perpetrator is uh, yung guardian nga po? So, 
paano kapag hindi ka hindi nag-respond yung bata then the next step is to be to confer with the guardian yes po sir kasi some kids po kasi they just keep it to themselves po paano po yung proper op- approach po nun hindi naman po natin sila pwede tanungin about that kasi of course um, pagtatakpan nila yung abuse na ginagawa so paano po yun That's correct, Paolo and Romino. Na parang if ever the guardian is the perpetrator, obviously they would try all their best to hide traces. Of course, they'll deny any kind of actions that they've been doing to their child. So, ang pwedeng gawin dyan is of course, you have to find out if meron pang relatives na pwedeng kontakin. Now, the reason why kung maaalala nyo, di ba, a lot of schools naman, madalas merong biodata yan. And madalas hindi lang naman parents information ang nakalagay dyan. You could also try checking on the other relatives na pwede nating makonek. Ask them kasi parang, excuse me po sir, ma'am, we'd like to find out lang po, just to double check kung kamusta naman po si ganitong student kasi we were trying our best to reach out dun sa family nila and hindi po nag-respond. So we wanna ask kung okay lang po sila kasi ganito na po yung nangyayari sa class. So from there, makakuha ng information outside of the immediate family. Aside from that, another good way then is of course, to look at friends nila. I'm sure even if you're not comfortable sharing your personal information or your personal sentiments with your friends, meron mga magkakaibigan na talagang kilala nila yung bawat isa. Na masasabi, uy, sir, hindi nga po siya masyadong ganito na mabibo sa GC na a lot of times po, sir, she doesn't reply. So from there, pwede na natin gawan ng possible intervention or way for us to connect So it's all a matter of trying to maximize lahat ng possible networks. But of course, we do it in a subtle manner. Pero sir, um, what are the repercussions of abuse and domestic violence dun po sa well-being ng isang bata? From the physical damages, the psychological wounds, the emotional baggages, these are very heavy. The victim will really bear and bring with them. Now, For children and teenagers, these kinds of abuse can really be a big blow to their self-esteem. And we all know, diba? I'm sure, nagperdev naman tayo lahat dito, na ang self-esteem ng isang something na pinapaalagaan natin. And sometimes, tumataas yung vulnerability niyan during early to late adolescent stage. And abuse, regardless kung physical, emotional siya, may hit yan sa self-esteem nila. And as a result, what happens is that different outlook, they will then try to see themselves that way, bababa yung tingin nila sa sarili nila. And this is the reason why nag-wall symptoms. Bumababa yung attendance, hindi na nagpa-participate, nagkakaroon ng behavioral changes, which we all mentioned kanina. So ito yung bakit nagkakaroon ng gantong signs. Another one is that it could possibly, of course, extend to their own relationships, lalo na hindi na-process accordingly yung victim. Because of all these abuses, di ba? physical, emotional, this person will be of themselves. And as a result, mag-iiba rin yung outlook niya towards personal relationships. Pwedeng mag-withdraw din siya. Magkakaroon siya ng mga ibang symptoms that will, of course, delineate them from trying to form relationships. Kasi nga, they would feel na hindi niya mapagkatiwalaan yung ibang tao because na-generalize niya because of that prior experience. 
it's really something that we have to look after kasi ang daming mga effects these are just the tip of the iceberg ang daming mga points that could occur if violence in this case would continue Oh, I think it's also because um yung madalas sa atin na normalize sa Philippine culture na pinapalo ka, minumura ka dahil mahal ka, kaya ka pinalo, kaya ka pinagalitan in such a manner. And parang nai-equate siya na ganito ka da, ganito ka tinuturuan magmahal. So, yun nga po yung cycle of aggression na ganito ka, ganito ka magmahal so parang, in the future. Parang nagiging katwad ka na rin ng mga abusive parents. Nagiging parang ganun yun, di ba? Yeah, and it's uh, all of you, de ba? That was really good points, nga. Because parang like what we said from since nabe nyo, de ba? Nakakaroon ng times na kung ikaw nakaroon ka ng sarili mong family, ipapasa mo den yung ganong klasing behavior because you model it from your own role models. Na ganito palang magpalaki ng anak. This is my translation of love. Hindi na pa process ng maayos for them. The intention is okay. I want to make sure na lalaki siya ng maayos at alam niya ang mali at tama. Pero as a child, can they comprehend such complex idea? Kailangan pinoproseso yun eh. Kinakausap sila. You have to talk to the child when it comes to reprimanding them. They will not understand us as a means for them to become better, but rather they will interpret it as some sort of violence na ay eto pala ang akin ni nanay, ni tatay, etc. etc. So as a result, 'di ba? Nag-extend 'yan. Nagbabalik lang 'yan and eventually yung maglaganon din ang mga mangyayari. Sir, na ano lang din po, parang may malaking connection din siya sa kinagagalawan mong um, community and culture kasi pansin ko lang din po na there's some sort of nostalgia dun sa ay, napalo ka din ng... Ano pinapampalo sa'yo dati? Hanger, sinturon. Ah, ako, chinelas. Ganun-ganyan. So, paan, parang... Ano po yung possible explanation kung bakit naghahanap po tayo ng... Nakakakita tayo ng nostalgia doon tapos napapagtawanan natin siya as we grow old and nanonormalize natin siya. So... You know, the funny thing about that, Romy, is that When people humor, it's one way of them unconsciously coping and making sense out of what happened to them. Some people would argue, I went, I, I, I became a good adult naman eh. Lumaki naman ako na maayos eh, di ba? So, okay lang naman pala. Gumana naman pala, di ba? And kapag kunento mo yun sa parents, parang, uy, mga kung nga, pinapalo mo ako dati, di ba, ng sinturon. Tapos sinabi, oh, di ba, lumaki ka naman ng maayos na parang, uy, utang pa natin sa kanayo nung bata tayo. So, because of that, like what you said, it normalizes things. But if you really want to understand why this is possible, na some people just try to use and inject humor nga para at least somehow, di ba, they try to make sense of that kiyot that they underwent. But unconsciously, if you look at them, they will have a lot of issues that they are not. And ano yung mga issues na yun? Pinapasa nila. Diba? You pass that kind of mindset and then paglaki ng bata na anak mo or kung sino man yun, 
pangyayari. And again, it creates that kind of culture and hindi siya nawawala. So it's really important that we try to na itong way of using humor is something that can help them personally kasi napagdaanan na nila na silang way para balikan yung past and then try to correct it. So they just make the best out of it. Pero at the same time, it also becomes a double-edged sword. It perpetrates or it rather it permits yung culture of violence na na-experience natin in the household. And people, iisipin nila, ah, okay lang naman. Diba? They end up comparing, nag Olympics, so ikaw, sinturon, ako, bakal yung pinapalo sa akin. So, would then think na okay lang pala siya. But of course, sometimes we have to draw the line between using humor and knowing when to stop. Ay, sorry sir. Ako pala ang tatanong next. It's okay. <laughs> So, um, sir, um, let's put into context naman po yung situation right now, which is, and of course, um, limited po tayo because um, not everyone naman is pwede lumabas and not lahat is gusto lumabas. So, and wala din pong face-to-face classes. So, yung usually yung mga friends, um, we just connect them through online. So, the pandemic po. Um, ano po ba yung mga paraan na pwedeng gawin ng isang bata kapag abuse na siya and alam niya na abuse for help po? Okay. Now, it's gonna be trickier now in the pandemic especially that this is an, something up a lot of service for service providers and professionals that sometimes these centers would be more difficult to contact. But of course, that is and will be still the most essential solution which is to co- try to contact professional help any kind of service that could give you immediate attention but before we go that we also have to make sure that this child or anyone in this case all social support muna now while waiting for any kind of professional help or any kind of service maganda na yung ba- form of person that they can lead to. So, dito po mapasok yung ating social supports, yung mga networks natin, yung mga friends natin can confide with. Now, it's gonna be challenging din kasi lalo na in cases na where homes talagang bantay sarado yung bata. Na every time sa may gusto siyang ikwento, sasabihin, oh, kung ikwento mo ano nangyayari sa bahay, no? So, in the, the, this case, it would be good, di ba, that some subtle communication, some subtle signals that could signal the other person that, hey, I need help. And if you look at some of organizations diba, who try to advocate for the welfare of children and women, ang sinasuggest nila, sometimes you provide subliminal messages, signs, or perhaps even photos para pag nakita yun ng kakilala mo or nakaklose mo, ah, at kailangan ko tumawag ng certain office or any kind of service para matulungan siya. So there has to be some sort of clear com- 
constant dati, dapat para at least somehow medyo magkaroon ng sense of relief naman yung victim natin. Kasi if you are placed in this secluded environment na sa bahay ka and then you experience this abuse and on top of that, ang dami mo pang stress Sino ba naman ang hindi mafo-frustrate? Sino ang hindi madedepress? So it's important that we try to channel some of our energy to communications with friends. So kahit tipong yung mga activities lang, mga game nights natin, kwentuhan, just to somehow distract ourselves. Tempo. So what I'm saying dito is ito muna yung mga band-aid solutions natin. Kasi kailangan rin naman talaga natin mag-cope. Pero hindi enough ito in the long run. We then proceed on sa solution which is to contact the needed support na. So if you are someone who knows a friend or if na ng someone who is being abused, perhaps you can ask them if magiging comfortable ba sila na tumawag ng kahit sinong official, 'di ba? Police, pwedeng social services, pwedeng DSWD, anyone who would be available when it comes to these services. Now, a lot be very hesitant, diba? especially with the news. Oh, tatawag ba ako ng police? Tatawag ba ako ng ganyan? Eh, alam naman natin na hindi rin sila mapagkatiwalaan. Eh. Doubts later on. Ang priority natin is the safety and well-being of the person. O oh, ikaw, sige, you try to become kung ganyan, paano kung ganyan? Saka ka paano mo yung bata na masama, may masamang nangyari na sa kanya? So you could have saved that life by, of course, to get in touch with the necessary service so that kahit pa paano man lang maalis siya from that very harmful environment. Pero sir, a very common approach din po as mm-hmm. kasi I have friends din po na like they experience that and sa abuse but also kapag they have issues with their mental health parang they push out people and they are afraid to open Um, they're afraid of maybe judgment. I don't know po kasi I haven't been in that situation po. Pero kapag ganun po yung situation, like, and ganun siya, pinupush out niya kami, um, what proper way po ba to approach him or her and to help her na i-confront? It's very nice, Paolo, how we talk about this kind of way to approach nga yung mga ganitong klaseng case kasi a lot of us would immediately think na uy, kailangan talaga niya ng tulong. But the more we try to exert effort, the more difficult it will them to open up. Sometimes there are certain people who would want to open up freely at their own pace. And we need that space. But at the same time, we also have to make sure that we're checking on them. So paano natin gagawin yun and how do we balance that? for you to do that is to sh- of course make sure that your presence is constantly felt hindi ibig naman sabihin na parati pupunta ka dun sa bato ka tapos ang dadala mo siyang pagkain no not necessarily just make them feel that whenever they need any kind of talk or support kanilang puntahan pwede kanilang kausapin so the simple act of you reassuring them is already one big step towards allowing them to eventually open up. And in a lot of cases, as long as you are consistent with that kind of 
and genuine ka, then there will be a higher possibility of them slowly realizing that they can open up to you. Kasi masasense, people who have been hurt in the past or neglected or abused will have that kind of ability. Mas magiging sensitive sa kung sino ang genuine, sino ang hindi. So, you have to, of course, maximize on that particular ability of theirs by showing sincerity. Kaya the moment na mag-open up ka siya, rather, make sure that you are available. And in this case, you went with your... Kasi a lot of people ang nangyayari, oh, sige, I'll be here pag, nag- pag may kailangan ka. So the moment kinausap sila, biglang wala. They get dismissed. They get neglected nadadagdagan lang ulit yung mga thoughts and fears nila at talagang hindi na mag-open up yan. So it's important that we be consistent with that and the words that we give them. Totoo yung consistency, sir. Lalo na kapag ano, yung kinakamusta ng kahit every week lang na kinakamusta, at least parang aware sila na kung ano yung kung okay ka pa, kung hindi ka okay. At least aware ka na may naghahanap tayo. It's ano, it's a very comforting thing. Kahit outside of this um, topic, malaking factor na makapag-open up kung consistent kang hinahanap kasi nagpapakita na at least ikaw may value ka at hinahanap ka kapag nawawala ka sa space mo sa buhay ng isang tao. Wala lang. Share lang po. Hehehehe. <laughs> so, okay. Parang feel ko may hugot na galing yung magsabi ni Romy. Ah, hindi naman, sir. Pang ano example. Kasi ano siya, um, parang ano siya, sir. Ang tawag dito. Kasi we established nga po kanina na kapag ang bata or ang person ay inaabuso, nakikita nila na ito lang yung self-worth nila. Ganto sila dapat turuan, ganto sila dapat ratuhin. So, yung the fact na hinahanap ka and kinakamusta ka, parang nakaka-build siya ng rapport dahil alam mong, oops, may, pu- may pwesto ako outside of what I know myself as a subject of abuse. Parang ganun po. Lalang sagot. Woo! <laughs> um, pero for our last question po, sir. Our last for now, our last um, structured question. Tatanong ko lang po sana, considering everything na we've tackled, the culture na we know that surrounds abuse, Uh, how we've grown into accepting it, normalizing it. Outside of helping someone or yourself step out of an abusive envir- environment, how do you help yourself or someone you know to break the cycle of aggression towards other people or towards uh, children of your own? Now, that's a really beautiful topic, Romy, especially with the promotion when it comes to self-care. Because if you look at the studies, you look at some analysis made by psychologists and all the they also have published or written, you would see that one important or rather major factor that contributes to this 
lalo na pagdating sa domestic violence, is the stress of the perpetrator. The stress of the perpetrator, especially in this pandemic, would then fuel them with so much emotions. And as a result, they would displace this anger towards their children. Problems at work. Nagkaroon ng mga pag-aaway sa boss. May problem financially. Hindi alam kung saan kukunin yung punctuation. So, galit na. And as a result, ang gagawin nila, panino nila ibubukos? Sa person na nakikita nila, which is yung anak nila. The moment na mag-iimak nila, the moment may hindi gawin, ang mangyayari, their bubble is gonna pop and then lalabas lahat ng hinanakit nila. So it's for us to always, always take care of ourselves. Kailangan yung self-care natin, ginagawa natin siya para sa atin, but also for the people around us, lalo na for those who mean a lot to us. Kasi once we take care of ourselves, of these issues, lahat ng mga dala-dala nating problema, mamamanage natin ng maayos, and as a result, hindi siya magsispill when it comes to our relationships. So, it's always important talaga yung self-care natin. It's not something that you just do whenever you are stressed. Diba sa health, hindi siya seasonal. It's not something that you just talk about or try to take care of every October kasi mental health month. No. You do all year long kasi that is part of your own well-being. And with you having that kind of healthy mental health, your outlook will be a lot better and as a result, you will then try to manifest that positively when it comes to your own relationships. And of course, If you know someone who perpetuates or someone who tries to justify some sort of abuse, then it's important, syempre, na we them out. Kasi the reason lang naman kaya rin nangyayari dito is because hindi nakocall out yung behavior nila. Like what we said kanina, di ba? Normalize siya. Nagiging humor na lang siya. And here in the Philippines, di ba, sabihin natin, narinig mo yung kapitbahay mo, inaapi yung anak niya, sinisig Obviously, umiiyak na yung bata. We don't do anything about it kasi we have this collectivist culture nga na kailangan natin makisama. Uy, what? But in the US, kapag narinig yun, ang gagawin nila, tawag kagad 911 pupunta to check on the kid. So, I'm not saying that the culture is the problem, but rather it's us not being able to dig deeper and try to analyze in a much more complex way. You consequences of us trying to uphold these kinds of cultural behavior. So, we have to be aware about these things kasi tandaan dapat yung well-being natin and the community will always be our priority rather than trying to uphold some sort of kasi, sige, na-uphold natin yung tradition, namatay yung bata or worse, may masama pang nangyari sa kanilang bahay. So, of course, we cannot just justify that prioritize the wellness of people. Sa totoo lang si Jiko po inexpect yung self care na ano look for your look look out for yourself. Hindi ko yung inexpect for uh, perpetrators pero it makes a lot of sense considering na it does it is cyclical tapos it's rooted in 
how you've been conditioned to see yourself and how you've been conditioned to treat others. Yeah, it's very anala. Nakakagulat pero it makes sense po na ganun yung magiging logical way of dealing with the cycle of aggression. Sir Russell, kasi um, sobrang insightful and sobrang dami kong natutunan about um, the different um, repercussions and what, ano ba yung tamang way to approach um, some of my friends na na-experience yung ganyan klase ng experience ngayon na pandemic. So, yeah. And most importantly, sir, kayo po ba? May last words po ba kayo for our listeners today? I would say like because of this discussion, I hope that we all slowly realize to look after the well-being of not just other people but also ourselves. Because this particular aspect of is something that is very essential and you can see naman how it creates a huge domino effect and every time you try to take yourself and other people you get to save at least one life of a child who would be prone to any kind of abuse oh ay nakakatouch pero thank you so much sir for accompanying us today it's so your insights and your tinurong and for our listeners right now thank you for tuning in with us for the first episode of Hinga the podcast and we'll see you next week